five, six, seven, eight. Friday. Friday. Yay, Friday. 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 Yay. Friday. Remember that girl? It, yeah. Of course I'm Rebecca Black. Rebecca Black. Duh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, here we go. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Gilmore to Say with Tara and Haley. I'm Tara. This is Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi, Tara. Happy almost Thanksgiving. Happy almost Thanksgiving. I'm so excited. I love the Thanksgiving holiday. Yeah. You know, I've been craving a Thanksgiving sandwich for like months now. You love Thanksgiving. Would you say that's your favorite holiday? No. Um, Food-wise. Favorite holiday? Um, Food-wise. Ooh. It's kind of a tie between Christmas Eve and Thanksgiving. Yeah. We make kind of like the same sort of meal. Yeah, we do too. Um, yeah. We have like all of the same fixins. It's just like not the turkey. Yeah. We'll do like well, the, we we'll s- do like a ham. Maybe we'll sometimes do like a chicken. We oh, usually do roast beef. Okay. My grandma's, oh. as you know, you came and met my grandma. Yes. She loves to make roast beef. What a darling. I know. Love she her. does. Because she wanted to make me roast beef, but I can't eat red meat. I'm allergic. Yeah. So that yeah. was sad. I know. I wanted to eat it sad. anyways just for... um. You just know. just for her heart. Just for her little yeah. heart. <laughs> Make her happy. <laughs> no, but we have like almost the same one, but like in um, Christmas Eve, there's a Christmas tree, which is fun. Well, that's also um, fun, yeah. <laughs> but no, I do love Thanksgiving. It does remind me a little bit, completely wrong show, Blair Waldorf. That's her favorite holiday. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Of Gossip Girl. Yeah. Yeah. But um, um, that's Brett's favorite holiday. Gossip Girl? No. Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Brett's gossip favorite holiday is my is favorite holiday. Girl. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> no, he I'm loves here. Thanksgiving. It's his favorite holiday, and his favorite food to eat um, is gumbo because he's from Louisiana. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. that's an he unusual one, but that sounds good. I, would I know love to have gumbo on Thanksgiving, and he makes a really good gumbo. Um, I am very sad because we are not going to be able to spend Thanksgiving together this year. He is running an NFL event on Thanksgiving oh. with his company. So I'm a little bummed because I wanted him to come up to my family's house for Thanksgiving. We're all going to be together, which we are never all together. Like, there's no guarantee we're all always together for Thanksgiving. It is going to be a lot of fun. What are you doing? Um, I'm maybe going to Florida to see my sister because she lives down there and, like, hang out with her kids. Oh, Leo. I know. And Summy. And it just, like, I want to, like, I'm just so excited to, like, draw chalk. Like, he loves for you to draw fireworks. I saw your picture. I saw your oddly, picture on Instagram. Yes. Love it. Oddly, I love drawing fireworks and chalk. Like that's like maybe one of my new hobbies. <laughs> wow, I love like that maybe for you. I need to get some chalk because it's just like it's so soothing. But he's like more fireworks, more fireworks. <laughs> so we just we just draw like, fireworks. Okay. All right, okay, I got it. Sounds got good. It down. <laughs> I so I think that would be super fun because um you know and then on Friday I'll make my Thanksgiving sandwich that I've been dreaming of (laughs) which is so funny because I think I mentioned this to you I don't know if it was on pot or off but um Ross's Thanksgiving sandwich on friends yeah I you mentioned that to me I haven't seen it but I like would feel you gotta watch it It, it's he has like a mental breakdown over it um because the sandwich someone takes it from the fridge yeah I would also have mental breakdown yeah you have to watch that episode wanted for so long (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. and Monica Geller made it which like rumor has it on that show she's a very good chef I mean, she's yeah. doing something right. It's her job. Yeah. So <laughs> Ross is like, looks forward to that sandwich every year. And then he puts it in the fridge at work that says Ross's sandwich. Someone eats it. You have to watch the episode. It's just, okay. it's peak friends. 
You know what I love about this opening of this episode is that like we have not mentioned the show. <laughs> we have not mentioned the show that we that our are here to talk about. On. Yeah, we've talked about Friends. We've talked about Gossip Girl. We've talked about everything but else so, but Gilmore Girls. That's so Gilmore Girls though. Pop culture references. Yeah. You know, I know. Relating it to other things. That's, yeah. That's the Gilmore Girls reference. Hey, but speaking of Gilmore Girls um, as a, and all other TV shows for that matter, when we've recorded this uh, as of 12.01 this morning, the SAG strike is over, which is really exciting. I know. And they got most of what they wanted. It wasn't like a perfect deal, but like mm-hmm. um, they were calling it the $1 billion deal because that's kind of what this is worth for SAG, which is really exciting. So amazing. And I'm just so proud of all of the people who were involved in it, all of the people who were on the picket lines. Y'all worked yeah. really hard for, what was it, 118 days? 118 days. That yeah. is an insane amount of time to have to wait. We were bracing ourselves for it to be longer. I think we said on our most recent Patreon episode last week or possibly the week before that um, earlier this week we recorded it and we were like, no, it's not happening. The deal isn't yeah. happening. And then two days later, here we are. Literally. I'm yeah. so happy. I'm thrilled. It's very exciting. But what that also means is that we are going to resume our rewatch on Patreon. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. It's been a second. And to be honest with you, I haven't watched outside of watching Gilmore Girls with Brett. I haven't really watched a lot of Gilmore Girls um, since then. And that was in July. Yeah. I've been watching um, The Revival, oddly. Like, I'll turn it on really? and, like, in the background. Yeah. Just kind of have it as, like, background noise Yeah, um, while I'm, like, working. But I think it's the same thing. Like, I haven't watched anything in season four because I've I been preserving to... it. Yeah. Almost, I mean, I've seen this show. Oh, my God. Times. A million times. I know times. what happens. Yeah. But it's just, like, kind of, like, almost, like, was withholding it from myself so Me that too. when we made it there, it was, like, super, super exciting. Oh, I know. Um, yeah. Because we ended on, like, a very good spot. We did. We ended at the end of season three. Yeah. Those are strings Pinocchio. Rory just graduated. Lorelai's getting like the in and we'll see what happens. I know. I'm so excited. (laughs) But I'm hoping that by the time we get there, I'm going to push for this. I'm really hoping by the time we get there, Brett and I will be there. And so Mm. we can watch the episodes together because I will say that Brett and I kind of debrief after every episode and he has so many You guys have your own little podcast? We do. I've like (laughs) considered putting it on TikTok or Instagram reels because I'm like, no, you should. I really should. I should have like a little honesty hour with Brett because he just brings up some points that I like don't really think about. We just watched um, Dear Emily and Richard. That was the most recent one. And he was Uh like, I don't get the DVD player. And I was like, oh, yeah. I mean, I think it's just kind of like an olive branch because she and her mom like haven't, you know, in the flashbacks, they didn't have the same relationship that they do now. It's just kind of an example of how far they come. He was like, yeah, but why the DVD player? Because she's just showing a thoughtfulness for her mom and the things she appreciates. Totally. I just think it's so funny. We brought this up to Nancy when she was here in New York for dinner the night before our live show. And Nancy was like, you don't have to think too hard about it. It's just she's like, you know, (laughs) she was like, it's just a gift. Yeah. And Brett was like, no, but I want to know why the DVD player. And it's just so funny. It was 2002. <laughs> I don't know. She can he get just, her I, think, I think because he felt like so many of the flashbacks kind of like coincided with one another. He felt like that ending yeah. was a little bit like she's reading the letter and like I guess he had wished for something a little bit more in tandem with that. Yeah. But all of this is to say he just brings up things that like I don't really think about, you know? Yeah. I never thought about it too hard. Y- yeah, you thought thinking about it too hard, bud. <laughs> It's just exactly what Nancy said. <laughs> it's an anyway. olive branch in the form of a DVD player. But that it does bring something interesting to the table 
in that like obviously I have new thoughts all the time about the show us talking about it on pod have new thoughts all the time but when we're doing our (laughs) rewatch I notice things that I maybe didn't notice before because I'm not watching it with a discerning eye I'm watching it more for comfort and for enjoyment and not that there's no enjoyment in rewatching but when we're talking about it we're trying to get into the nitty-gritty on Patreon so to have another person besides you kind of share their perspective with me is very interesting so I'm hoping that we can get there to kind of like watch it together because it's his first time watching it so he picks up on things that maybe like I miss or yeah. I haven't thought about too hard and so I'm excited I hope that we can get or there or he has only the perspective like of an adult watching this Correct. so like you're like like little like teenage heart that like lets things go yeah he's kind of like a little bit more critical of it which is interesting and that relates back to our episode last week with Nava where we were talking about how we watch it in like two different ways which is like comforting from the perspective of a teenager mm-hmm. and also like in this like discerning way that I feel like maybe he kind of falls somewhere in the middle because he For doesn't sure. have that nostalgia to it. Yeah, So it'd totally. be really interesting to see but I am very excited to get to four. I will say what's really funny is that it took 118 days for the strike and we are now starting season four and Brett has still not gotten there. <laughs> he had Dude. so much time to catch up. <laughs> I love him so much, but he is not <laughs> a, he's not a binger. He's not a binger. Oh, weird. So like, and I don't, I can't relate to that. Like I start watching no. something and I move through it. Books, TV, movies, whatever. I need, he, he always says that I'm so impatient and yes, he's <laughs> like right. for it. Because he likes to savor it a little bit more. But for me, I'm just like, no, I, I'm i invested. I'm invested yeah. and I want to keep going. I don't know if other people um, are in that same camp where they prefer to savor and they kind of would yeah. rather do like one episode at a time. But for me, I'm just like, nope. <laughs> That's like when the Netflix, yeah. uh, are you done watching this comes up? I'm like, stop asking Absolutely me. Absolutely not. I'll never yeah. be done. But with Patreon, we slow down a little bit. Yes, we do which is great. Week. We do it week yeah. to week. Um, and that kind of gives me the option to savor it. But no, he has yeah. not had any pep in his step <laughs> moving towards rewatching this show. But I will light the fire a little bit. I will say we yeah. we kind of approached the slow part of season three where it's like, um, you know, it was like Lorelai out of water and, you know, yeah. that'll do oh, pig so and so stuff. Good, so good. But, you know, the excitement of the shoot Gilmore's Don't They – uh, let the games begin. Deep fried Korean Thanksgiving, like that climax has happened. So now we're kind of on a little bit of like a, you know, we've kind of plateaued a little bit. And now we're yeah. about to approach Rory getting into college and all of the drama that surrounds that. And then the Jess drama. And I think we'll be on, we'll be on the train. Two, two. We'll get there. Yeah. And we're going to start, of course, with Ballrooms and Biscuit. <gasps> I'm been so excited. Yes. I'm most excited for the Lorelai's first day AL, which is one of my favorite episodes of all time. I cannot so wait for him to get to that episode. I oh, can't wait. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a live watch of the Lorelai's first day, y'all. Because I our love Patreon it members. so much. We it's had such so a great good. time when we did that. We did that for season three, episode one. God, that feels like years ago. It was years ago. It was so <laughs> long ago. But I yeah. think I think that our plan when we, you know, when the wrench got thrown into the situation of the SAG strike, our plan was to do a live watch of the Lorelai's yeah. first day, y'all. So I think we'll probably do that maybe we'll do that again yeah and I actually think that that would fall somewhere around your birthday so happy birthday (gasps) baby yeah it would oh my gosh one of my favorite episodes for my birthday (gasps) what a dream what a dream I love it (laughs) so anyway we're really excited to be back at it back at our rewatches if you'd like to join us visit patreon.com slash Gilmore to say 
So our first episode is actually going to be airing this Friday. It's Black Friday. And also make sure that you keep your eyes out on our Instagram for all of our Black Friday deals. I can't believe it's already Thanksgiving. I can't believe it's already Thanksgiving weekend. It is crazy. (laughs) The year's almost over. I know. It's so wild. But anyway, speaking of Thanksgiving and, you know, family family and dinner, um, one of the episodes that we have been dying to do and we're really excited to do it this week is an episode about Friday night dinner. Because what would this show be without Friday night dinner? It would be nothing. The show would be nothing. literally like the premise of the show is that Lorelai goes to Emily and Richard, of course, and asks for money. And she's like, yes, but you have to come to dinner every single Friday. And thus Friday night dinner was born. And my question for you about Friday night dinner is, do you think it's as big of a deal as Lorelai makes it out to be? No, and we we did just have this conversation with Eli at our live event that yeah. like all Emily wants is for her to come to dinner once a week and that's the only stipulation. Yeah, I think the other thing was to call her. Yes. But like Emily ends up calling anyways. So yeah, like that one yeah. Is- but no, I, I really don't think it's that big a deal. I mean, it definitely is a, it feels like work, right? I've made yeah. this comparison before. I made it on our first episode that when Dean asks Rory to get out of Friday night dinner, it's kind of like asking her to take a night off from work because technically yeah. they are doing something in a, in exchange for money. <laughs> they are. Like so, it's martinis and pot roast most of the time, but like yeah, but and yeah. and I mean like we're talking like privileged work, like this yeah, is no, this it's is not really it's not hard. No, it's really not a big deal. Um, but it is an obligation, and that's what I would something say. It is not work, puts, an obligation. Yeah, and there's just an air to an obligation that just feels different than volunteering to do something or um, going over for pleasure. I do find it interesting that she like pretty consistently makes it a big deal, even when she's having fun. It's still one of those things where she's like, oh, I can't believe I still have to do this. And I'm like, but you're having a good time sometimes. Yeah. You know, do you feel like she should be more gracious about it? Because like, I mean, it's not work. It is an obligation because like this is the deal that they've made. And like she's giving them Emily, I mean, and Richard, they're giving her tons of money to send her daughter to school yeah. because she can't afford it on her own. And it's like, she's acting like this is like the worst thing ever. And I do totally understand like the emotional implications of returning to this, but it's like, yeah. But at the same time, so much money. <laughs> it's two hours a week. Yeah. That's it. Martins. And I get it. It's on a Friday night, but like you get yeah. free food and free drinks and yeah. All you have you to do is sit there be driving with home. your parents. <laughs> also, yes. Um, but you, you just have to sit there with your parents. And like you said, yeah. there are emotional implications to that and ramifications that like she has to now put herself back in a situation that she has told the audience was very yeah. unpleasant for her. But I really don't think it's that big a deal. No, but do you think the first one set her off like for this to like Oh my not, God. Like because the first one did bad, not bad, go bad, well. bad. Yes. I mean, I think she already went in dreading it. She was already having a fight with Rory. But then she walks into this situation that is so familiar to her and not yeah. good. And they're already kind of attacking her. They really are. And I know we're going to get into our rankings of yeah. our Friday night dinners. This one, honestly, I wrote my least favorite of season one was probably the pilot. And really, yeah, I mean, I think that I could make arguments for a lot of the season one Friday night dinners because I think that they were still trying to find their footing. Um, But I just hate the way that Richard talks about her with her sitting right there. Yeah, 
I hate the way that he talks about Christopher so highly. And this was before Christopher's character was even remotely fleshed out. And she's sitting right there. It's yeah. just so offensive. You know, it's filled to the brim with a lot of conflict, which I know you love. Yeah, and it sets us drama. up. It sets yeah. us up for everything that we need to know moving forward. It gets us invested in these characters. But yeah, that first one, I would never want to come back after that. You yeah, and so it's kind of like puts you in this, puts her rather in this like state of like that's how they're always going to be because she has a really hard time changing her mind when it comes to her parents. Like even if she's been to like a hundred of them at this point, it's kind yeah. of like she doesn't care. Like that first one is still like the taste in her mouth because things tend to go wrong. But like I feel yeah. like that one's like a least favorite in like from like a lore life perspective, but also like a top fave just like in like the nostalgia of like the setup of it yeah Um, but it's bad (laughs) I mean it's brutal I mean I could you know I could also say that I I could make the argument for the first episode of season two the way that Richard speaks to Dean I mean like Richard just really (laughs) Richard has a bad track record for the first episode of each season in Friday Night Dinner also the way he speaks about Christopher and kind of about Lorelai in season three episode one at Friday Night Dinner when she's like hey we're not we're not together anymore. <laughs> You're so right. But he isn't in the first episode of four. No, it's that's all like Emily. That's just a hostage situation. It really is. Um, <laughs> it really, so really is. So the first three seasons, Richard's, um, he's not doing so well, is he? No, no, he doesn't. He loses a lot of points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, I, I understand that it all needed to happen in order to, again, inform the audience why she was so hard pressed to go to these dinners. But yeah. I do have to agree that it's really not that bad of a deal, my love. Yeah, it's really not. I mean, a lot of things go down at these dinners that they do. make them bad. Mm-hmm. But the dinner themselves, I kind of love. Like, oh, I, my I God. Kind of, yeah. I want like a Friday night dinner, not like the obligation of it, but I want that with like some weekly dinner with my family. Totally. Where like we have like a gourmet dinner and cocktails before. That just yeah. sounds fun. Uh-huh. <laughs> I totally agree. I kind of used to do that. It wasn't. Friday night, but when I was at home with my family during the pandemic, um, I was living with my grandma. My mom lived five minutes away. My aunt lived in the same town 10 minutes away. So I would anticipate most nights um, they would come over and we would all eat dinner and then we would sit around the table and drink tea. Have tea? Yes. Yes. You were there. You had tea That was the best part. This is so unrelated, but like going to Tara's house and her aunt offering me tea and she like set out like every single oh option. every single tea yes and i think i went with like an orange spice one mm. and it was so good and yeah. we just sat at the table and chatted it was oh that was what a dream usually there's dessert and games ah oh, there was no tea. games i know usually there we'll was a play. lot of tea at tea though there was a lot of tea at the tea but we yeah. usually do um like a little dessert we'll have we'll have ice cream or cake or something and then we'll just like I sit around the fruit. table playing yeah that's right on. we did have fruit yeah. Um, and we'll play like card games or, um, I had gotten, um, a version of the game of life, but it was Marvelous Mrs. Maisel themed. And (gasps) during the pandemic, we played that. So like, we love to play a game. Um, we'll play bananagrams, we'll play cards. Like that is what I do. On Friday night dinner, like bananagrams, they're playing charades. (laughs) (laughs) They're playing charades. They're playing the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel themed game of life. (laughs) That would be a crossover for that's the crossover I would want that's the crossover (laughs) I would want to see um but yeah so I kind of had like my it wasn't an obligation at all I mean it was honestly a saving grace 
kept me sane during the pandemic. Yeah. Um, but when I go home now, that is what I look forward to. I'm like, yeah. oh, tea and dinner and card games and, and dessert at some point. You know, like yeah. it's just, but mostly it's the community. Like I just yeah. love sitting around the table and talking with my aunt, my grandma and my mom. And yeah. That is kind – I mean, that was the vehicle for conversation with the Gilmore Girls, right? It was Friday Night yeah. Dinner. It was for well, Emily to become a prize. that's what I think Emily wanted. Of course. That's she what she wanted. She wanted what you had. She wanted that, like, they are, like, looking forward to it. They have this community. Like, maybe at some point she thought that it was going to turn into, like, started cocktails and dinner, but it was going to turn into, like, cocktails, dinner, maybe coffee afterwards and some games and chatting and just – fun times I really yeah. think she's she saw this vision in her mind of it playing out like your family yeah that's not um she was not being truthful to who she is <laughs> no no definitely not but I do love the moments that kind of like humanize Emily Gilmore and those are some of my favorite ones at Friday Night yeah. Dinner like I love um In Love and War and Snow I know that it wasn't an intentional Friday Night Dinner um yeah. Lorelai's not there but I love when they make the frozen pizza that was one of my one of my favorites. Me too. I just love it. Well, let's get into it. So our yeah. rankings for each season. We did a, a top and a bottom. We haven't done a rankings episode in a while. I was so excited I to do this because this is a classic Gilmore to say rankings episode, which yeah. I love. I will say I had a hard time with like the least favorite because it's like it was like this back and forth of like, do I like not like what's going on or is this bad for them and I'm right. enjoying it? It's like, so what's like, the barometer, right? Like, yeah. how are we measuring out the least favorite? I have some thoughts and we can talk about yeah. them. But what okay, was your cool. um, what was your favorite Friday night dinner from season My one? My favorite? Like, this is like, is it a favorite or is it a least favorite? Because I really loved the one from Love and Worn Snow when Rory makes frozen pizza for Me them. Too. Like, that's just so cute and they show the pictures. But I picked... Um, well, it's not Christopher Returns because Christopher doesn't return in Christopher Returns. He returns at the end. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. He returns at the end of Donna Reed. Is that mm-hmm. right? Yes. So the one in Christopher Returns when Strobe and Francine are there. Because like this is like, I think in terms of drama, this one is more dramatic than Friday Night's Alright for Fighting. Like because the things that happen at Friday Night's Alright for Fighting is like the way that it's filmed, the way that they're shouting at oh, each yeah, other. But like totally. the amount of shit that goes down at the Christopher Returns one of like uh, his parents being there, them having sex on the balcony, Emily in um, the kitchen, like her having that conversation with Rory, like everything that's going down on that dinner is insane. Yeah, like totally. The amount of stuff that happens. And so I just like, it's like not a good one. <laughs> this is bad. Um, yeah, bound the content, <laughs> like the the words, the um, sentiment is bad. The drama it's is great. So good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, alternately, I put uh, Starcross Lovers and Other Strangers as one of my oh, favorite Friday night dinners because, because you love Chase Bradford. Man, we're gonna get to that in a little bit. But Chase Bradford, <laughs> no notes, shall we? What a I just love the <laughs> shall what we. A, what a gem. And the thank uh, you, Daddy. When she thank you, Daddy. And I just love that moment with Richard and Lorelai. I love that he comes upstairs and she looks at him and she's like, listen, I know we had a fight last week, but please do not make me go downstairs and date that man. This is a setup. Yeah. <laughs> and he was also put off by the setup. Like, I also love the way that she walks in and he's reading the paper and she's trying to talk to him. And he's like, oh, oh, God, what have you done now? When she, like, knocks over the figurines. Like, I just yeah. love it. I love that she's so nervous because the drama the week before was hot hot piping hot so um to watch her walk into that situation and he just is acting so unfazed even though they had words and then to see where they end by the end of that night with him letting her climb out the window which is something that 
she used to do right under his nose and he probably didn't notice or didn't care or whatever it may be um, to let her do that. I just thought was such a beautiful moment between the two of them. Yeah. No, that's so good. I think that that's like one of the hard ones because I like put that in my bottom simply because like Rory wasn't there mm. and Chase Bradford is so yucky. But like, but in the most but, like, delicious the way. Best way. So like that's what's hard is like I love that one. Yeah. But I'm also like that's so bad. But I know. in the, in a good way. Totally. So like that's why I'm like having a hard time with like least and best i know i know it's like what's the criteria yeah Yeah. (laughs) totally totally um i also you know some of those early friday night dinners for me weren't bad necessarily they were just a little um they were still figuring out their footing yeah i Um, think kill me now is one of them mm -hmm. that just feels weird yeah Um, yeah but it is trying to set up the story because with kill me now you know like it depends on which one you are referring to because the one in the earlier part of the episode they're chatting and it's very uncomfortable and Emily's that kind one. of forcing yeah. um Rory and Richard to spend time together but at the end it's uncomfortable for Lorelai because she was really thinking that Rory wouldn't enjoy herself and she did and Emily's all smug and I'm like oh yeah. Emily wipe that look off your face <laughs> <laughs> exactly but another like I guess like honorable mention is uh Gran oh of town. course the third like Lorelai. I feel like those are always the like honorable mention because like we'll talk about guests but like I think that she's like every time she's there I'm like I love what it does to Emily I know it's It's bad bad, but god is it good but god is it good I know (laughs) I love it um woman god is a woman honestly that is one of my favorite intro bits god yeah god lives in london my mother lives in london your mother is god so god is a woman i just love and a that <laughs> and a relative that's so cool i'm gonna totally ask for favors like i love the bits at the beginning of those friday night dinners they're yeah. very fun um but they're still like figuring it out you know yeah it's very friday night dinner heavy season one because yeah. they're trying to establish those relationships so i do appreciate a lot of those moments um yeah but i i did put my least favorite was the one in the pilot just because I just don't love the way that it's so uncozy and it it puts into perspective why Lorelai doesn't want to be there and that was the entire purpose of it being so um tense right yeah but like so tense I don't know I just don't it doesn't set up Richard well for me it doesn't doesn't put him in a a monster yeah I'm glad he softens as the show goes on and I think that's everyone kind of softens as we get into season one but yeah you're right that did not set him up well yeah did not feel good and cozy um but moving on to season two what Mm -hmm. did you what did you put for your favorite my favorite was tied between um it should have been Lorelai yelling like when they're yelling in the kitchen um Mm. that it should have been Lorelai Mm -hmm. um (laughs) which is the title where that comes from um that's the one where the sherry comes and Rory doesn't come to dinner so she brings Chris instead um yikes um but also the road trip to Harvard the end of it when they're showing the slideshow, I also really love that one. I put that in my top as well. Um, it's so cute. It's so good. I love when they're looking at the slides. And then uh, I think Emily's hair looks absolutely superb. Uh, and yeah. she got it done because Lorelai is supposed to be getting married that weekend. And she's like, oops, forgot to tell you. I'm not getting married. And then she <laughs> won't tell her what she got her for a wedding gift. And they end the episode with Lorelai following her around the house. And she's like, what'd you get me? And she's like, stop it. And Rory just pulls her book out. <laughs> I love it. I think it's so cute. Um, it's a perfect kind of button on the end of what we call like the 
precursor to what do we call that? Yeah. Like the prequel. Um, the prequel. Not so much a prequel. The prologue. The prologue. Thank you. I was like, it's a yeah. P word. It's a PR word. It's a P word. <laughs> <laughs> we got there. We got there. We have one brain. Eventually. Yes, we do. Um, but you know what I also put, which probably doesn't count? I put there's the rub. Because the thing is, it's not a it Friday, night, Friday dinner, night but it was a Friday night. It no, was a Friday yeah. night and they ate dinner. I love Emily and Lorelai at the bar eating the steaks yes. at the 6040 Club. We still need to do that. We do. We were planning yeah. on doing that in Denver. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we did sit at the bar when we did uh, when we were at the Mayflower Inn, which by the way, That's fair. if any of you go through Connecticut, you have to go to the Mayflower Inn. It was it incredible. Was un- we talk about believable. it on Patreon. Yes. But like the Mayflower Inn is where Amy pinned the first scene of Gilmore Girls. Oh. Um, and she was staying there when she went to the uh, Mark Twain's house. Is that what it was? Yeah. And like got inspired by Washington Depot. But like they've, I guess, renovated it since 2020. And it is gorgeous. Gorgeous. So nice there. Oh, they're so kind. And they love a Gilmore Girls fan. Yeah, cannot recommend it enough. So definitely go yeah. there. But we did sit at the bar. But we did sit at the bar. We had mocktails. It was lovely. But we didn't get yeah. steaks. But you're not going to get a steak anyway. I wouldn't get a steak. Yeah, we could get something else. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, maybe fish. Um, but also alternatively, Rory ends up having Friday night dinner with Paris and Jess. And oh my so gosh, I never thought about that. I just think that like even though it's not a Friday night dinner, I'm kind of like I obviously. It's Friday night. They're Love that dinner. episode. It's Friday <laughs> night and they're eating dinner. And then we know where every single one of them is. So yeah. um, I would call the Emily and Lorelai one. I would classify that. This yeah. is like the obligation. This is like part of it. Rory kind is not is. Yeah. there. Mm-hmm. But that's okay because like this was the setup. But I just love that Emily's eating peanuts for some reason with her hands. Yeah, I know. Something about that just like. It's a little primal for Emily Gilmore. Yeah, I love it. I love that. Yeah. And yeah. Have martinis. So that's like true. A cocktail element. Absolutely. Totally a Friday night dinner. There's drama. Totally a Friday night dinner. So much drama. <laughs> I love it. I do. Yeah. But I also put the road trip to Harvard. Um, yeah. And then in my least faves, it's conflict. So I know that it's like, this is my criteria is like, which conflict made me feel kind of like the ickiest. Yeah. And it's understandable, but it's in Hammers and Veils. Yeah. It's that Friday night dinner where... Emily Emily and Lorelai are sitting at the table by themselves because Richard has gone off with Rory to give her a book because he's trying to make up for what had happened in the with episode the prior. Dinner. And Lorelai tells Emily that she's engaged. And Emily's like, well, that's nice. We'll try to make it if we're in town. But if not, we'll send a nice gift. And it's like, uh, yeah, what? Um, so that conflict always makes me feel so uncomfy because like Richard is trying to make it up to Rory. Lorelai is trying to like olive branch with her mom and be like, hey, I'm getting married. And she was so excited to put herself out there and her mom shuts her down. Yeah. And I understand why she shut her down because she didn't tell her. But And she found it for Suki. That and that sucks. Yeah. That that's a that is a very bad one. I kind of um I I kind of like it, but it's like it's in that same way of like it is the bottom because it makes me feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. in the same way that like the dean friday night dinner when he comes that totally. also feels that way because it's like it's so good it's like such good conflict but like that also makes me feel uncomfortable for dean which like we're I know, never we never sympathize with dean but, but this I episode did feel definitely. like that one yeah was rough i also don't love when uh Lorelai comes over. This is in the ins and outs of ins. And um, 
Emily is presenting to them the painting, the portrait of Rory in the study with the book. Yeah. She's so proud of it because she made an adjustment earlier in the episode by losing the swan. And it was Lorelai's suggestion. suggestion. Yeah. And <laughs> Lorelai has just had a fight with Suki and she's all put out because Mia is selling the inn. And she comes in and is just like so rude to her mom. And then they have this conversation in the kitchen. And I do appreciate that Lorelai apologizes to her and owns up to why she is feeling the way she is. It's a beautiful mother-daughter moment for them to have that experience together and for Emily to go, I have bad days too. But it also hits Emily like it overwhelms her that Mia is in town and yeah. um yeah so that one I don't know where I would place that but I just don't love the way that Lorelai speaks to her mom and I also don't love the dialogue that's written there like yeah I remember you saying that it's a little forced you watch yeah. yeah so that one I think also goes into yeah. my least faves the only other one I'll add is um when Lorelai calls and accepts Max per- Max's proposal I was thinking about the same thing and her like and she and Rory start like dancing or like screaming and like, yeah I understand that he called and he proposed over the phone. Yeah. But for her to call and accept over the phone, like just sneak out during cocktails during like Friday night dinner. Yeah. And then they weird. come back and they start jumping and screaming and it's like, to stop it. Yeah. <laughs> stop and it's it. like, they're like, what's going on? And they're like, nothing, nothing, nothing. Yeah. We're just really happy. And I'm like, Okay. okay. I hate when people do that in general in life. Yeah. I don't love when people get all excited and they're like, nothing. No, we're fine. Nothing's, nothing we nothing's wrong. You. He, he, ha, ha. He, he, ha. I'm like, no. Don't like it. And the way that Leo would say, like, don't like it. Don't like it. Exactly. <laughs> don't like it. So then moving on to season three, I mean, there are so many to choose from. So many. <laughs> there are so, so many to choose from. Up there for me is Haunted Leg. I mean, yes, when. Yes, that was what I put. Oh, number one. When Chris shows up. First of all, let's let's even talk about before Chris shows up. I love the maid. Oh, big bell. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> so the little bell is the oven. Yes, yeah, Sarah. Um, she goes to put the salads on. Oh, big bell. And then she leaves to go answer the door and Chris comes in. The conflict and where there. where do salads go? I have no idea. <laughs> Who's to say? But then something's burning at the end. It's probably the yeah. salads. She probably put them in the <laughs> oven. Little bell. Of course. Sarah is hilarious. The way that Emily is trying to be so patient with her because Richard made a crack about her not being able to keep a maid. Hilarious. Then like, you know, Lorelai also thinks it's hilarious. All of a sudden, Chris comes in because they've broken this tension, right? At the beginning of the episode, Emily is upset with her for walking out on Friday night dinner in the last episode when she told her parents that she and Chris are no longer together. And that's what she, she goes, shot go at Christy with shot- her? Oh, yes, she did. She did. You're right, because she's like... So she's she's mad about walking out. She's mad because Lorelai also walked out of lunch. Yes, yes, she keeps leaving. But also in that Friday night dinner intro, the cold open in Haunted Leg, she's like, Shauna Christie shot her husband. And yeah. I also <laughs> love that. That's so funny. And she had a husband to shoot. Exactly, exactly. Classic, classic Emily Gilmore snark. Um, But when they do eventually make it to this dinner, it's the Sarah and the maid and Emily trying to be so patient with her. Then Chris walks in. Lorelai's like, did you do this? I did not do this. And then they start fighting. Rory gets involved. She runs upstairs. She and Chris have this. someone else's dad. Oh, my God. They have this, you know, like this very, very heated, very passionate argument where you know, Lorelai says, are you going to marry her? And he says, yes. Then, honey, we are where we are. Accept it. And Emily comes in. Uh, she's like, Christopher, you need to leave. Ooh, it's so good. It's so, The way she so... says Christopher. Christopher? Uh, oh. I love that she says, you know, you need a mask and a horse when you say that. 
Yeah. And that's really what it feels like. It just feels like this moment of like, she knows she did something wrong and she is coming in to fix it. Get out of here. She finally sees what Lorelai has been trying to tell her. And it just, Emily Gilmore in that moment. Yes. And so that's why I love that one. Big yes. Me too. Um, But I also put, and a lot of people put this in our question box when we ask people their favorite Friday night dinners. Um, And you know, this is my favorite cold open. Yeah. It's the beginning of Happy Birthday Baby. Yeah. Big Friday night dinner episode. Yes. The other Friday night dinner actually made it into my least faves. Yeah, not so good. Not so great. <laughs> um, but the cold open is when Rory, when, well, first of all, it, let's take Rory out of it for a second because I do love that part. But I also love the Johnny Machete of it all. I yeah. love that Richard is very excited to to give them this dish that he used to eat as a kid. Emily's absolutely disgusted by it. It's like, this is again, one of those things for me that humanizes Emily Gilmore is that like she eats it and she's like, I'm taking approximately three bites of this and then I'm I'm throwing it away. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's kind of like the frozen pizza in season one. She's like, yeah. pass the Johnny machete, please. And I don't know if she's really doing that because she wants to avoid the conversation and avoid being yeah. excited about Rory sharing that she's going to Yale. But I love yeah, how excited- we talked about that before. The way that Emily will like not like a food that she's eating yeah. until the conflict is kind of resolved. Like she does that- um in season six when she doesn't like the raspberries and then like Mm. Rory kind of helps her out with the like problem that she's going on and she's like I love raspberries and so it's like I don't like Johnny Machete and then Rory's going to Yale and she's like I love this (laughs) so it's like very Emily Gilmore of her to not be into it until something good is told to her at dinner that's true she does that with a lot of things she also does that in let the games begin when richard uh takes rory in to meet that guy from yale and all of a sudden yeah. she starts complimenting uh the skirt and how lorelei fixing the skirt was like very helpful she's like my skirt is really lovely <laughs> <laughs> oh emily so it's classic oh, emily gilmore oh M. but yeah, I love that cold open. Richard is so excited about sharing this dish that looks absolutely unappetizing. Emily is like trying to scarf it down because she doesn't want to be excited about the fact that Rory is going to Yale. That's when they share this information. She's going to Yale. She's going to Yale. It's just, I love it. It's yeah. so good. So That's one of my faves. One. Um, What were your faves? Well, I didn't put that one simply because it felt like that one and then Friday Night's All Right for Fighting were like, those of are, like course. the best ones. Very popular. So I, so I tried to like steer away from them just because like everyone loves those. Um, so Haunted Leg was definitely one, but another Emily Lorelai one that I love because I feel like all of these ones that we've picked are kind of Emily Lorelai episodes that we love. Yeah. Um, is Eight O'clock at the Oasis, which I don't love that episode as a whole, but I do love the sprinkler scene, and I love when Lorelai and Emily are talking in the kitchen. Um, the sprinkler scene, not at Friday night dinner. <laughs> There's no sprinklers at Friday night dinner. Um, <laughs> but it's the um, John Hamm date, Peyton. Mm. And she's like kind of apologizing to her. And she's like, this was horrible. I can't do this. And then she kind of accidentally agrees to go. And Emily's just like, thank you. So I love that. I, I don't know. There's something about their interactions when they go in the kitchen mm. that I love a lot. So it's like Haunted Leg, that one in 8 o'clock. And then, of course, Happy Birthday Baby. So good. The beginning, the first one. Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, the second one, when she gives her parents the check, that's, that's one of my least my faves. Same. Yeah. I just, you know, we talk about this on Patreon. I don't agree with, like, I, I'm so torn about yeah. her giving them that money in that context. I yes. understand why she thought that that was a good idea to give them the money. It's just on that day, probably not 
the best you're having a celebration yeah yeah it just kind of really ruined the vibe and we had you know you posed this question to me like did you think that Emily ever really wanted her to pay them back yeah and the answer is no I don't think she ever really wanted that but she also knows her daughter I mean case in point secrets and loans that's also a very uncomfortable Friday night dinner in season two I forgot about that one Rory um because Rory hijacks uh, it and is like, yeah. yeah, we have an infestation problem. And she and Laura get into a huge fight. Um, but in Secrets and Loans, she's very, very blunt that she pays back all of her debts. That is something yeah. she feels very passionately about. And so. And then we never see her ever pay off that loan. <laughs> correct. Well, again, that's why that episode it is just so isolated. Yeah. No plot, just vibes. Um And so I feel like when it comes to this money, of course Emily never wanted it back. Yeah. But Lorelai, she knew Lorelai was like hell-bent on paying it back. But maybe she just figured that she'd never have the means to pay it back. I know that sounds mean. But like no, it she might have assumed that Lorelai never really had the means to pay it back. It just, yeah, no, that, that makes sense. But on the other side of it is like, why would Lorelai think that like that's the right thing to do? Exactly. For because Laurel because Emily knows Lorelai and knows that she would want to pay her back. But why would Lorelai then be like, It's my birthday. Here is all the money that I owe you. Yeah. And it's it's weird, but like the other weird part of it is that Richard is like, I told you not to tell your mom, and you're like, No, you didn't. No, you didn't. <laughs> And I totally so, like, did not. That's another layer of it. Cause we talked this is like we talked really in depth about this on, on Patreon because it was like her dad now knows she has the money and the means to pay them back. And like, if someone gives you money and you owe them money, you kind of want to turn around and be like, oh, here's the money that you lent me before. Yeah. And so like, there's that level of it that Uh like, it feels like she's kind of giving it to Richard. But like, why would she not like, when he gave it to her, be like, oh, just keep it. Is that money that you owe me? Like, that I owe you rather. That's true. So it just uncomfy decisions all around all around and Rory's just sitting there like I'm yeah. the benefactor of all of this I know <laughs> but she does say to her mom like, I don't know what it is but cowboy boots are magic since they've arrived I've worn my Tacovis boots almost every day I have the Annie in Midnight. I know you have the Annie in Bone. I do. But they make me feel so powerful because, of course, it is my dream to be a cowgirl. Yes, I know this about you. But I also know (laughs) you've told me that you wear them while you write your book. I do. I wear them all the time because I also wear them when I get dressed up or when I'm sitting at my dress recording the podcast because they make me feel so bold and brave and like I can do anything no matter how I style them. Tecovis has carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality that you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service with boots for men and women handmade from the most premium leathers. And if you dream of being cowgirls like us or you're already Western to your core, Tecovis is the perfect brand to start with because they believe in Western for all. They don't only offer their handmade boots, but all sorts of head-to-toe Western staples. Perfect jeans to go with your boots, pearl snaps, bandanas, and cowboy hats. You name it and they'll get you out fitted. 
And if you can't make it into a store, Tacovis delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. So visit tacovis.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. And as a special opportunity for our listeners, Tacovis has said that they will throw in one of their best-selling trucker hats or ball caps for free into any minimum purchase of $100 on tacovis.com. Just use the code Gilmore at checkout. That's G-I-L-M-O-R-E. It's about a $30 value and they sell fast, so they're always new styles and looks. Again, for a limited time, just enter code Gilmore at checkout to add a free logo hat to your order as a one-time gift from Tecovis. Only at tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Haley, I feel like most of our followers already know that we don't really drink alcohol, but we do love a fun beverage. Oh, we do. Both of us think a fun beverage and a chill night is the epitome of a good time, especially when that drink is a recess mood, which is a delicious sparkling water infused with functional ingredients like mood lifting magnesium and stress balancing adaptogens. So you can relax without the alcohol. I drink mine every night while reading, of course. Tara, tell everyone how you enjoy yours. Honestly, I usually drink mine while we're recording the podcast. (laughs) It's my favorite way to enjoy a recess. And all of our besties can get 15% off the Recess Mood Sampler Pack at takearecess.com slash GTS. Recess Mood is made with real fruit and comes in four delicious flavors like strawberry rose and raspberry lemon. But my personal favorite is the grapefruit tangerine. And with only 20 calories and no added sugar, it's the perfect way to chill. You deserve a healthier way to unwind. Head to takearecess.com slash GTS and get 15% off Recess Mood, your go-to alcohol replacement. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Why did you do that? Why would you do that? And she's like, I owe the money. I'm going to pay them back. And I get where she's coming from, but it's just like, babe, read the room. Read the room. You've been in this room many times. You've gotten, you're very familiar. You're familiar with the room. (laughs) Read it. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. So that probably takes the cake for my, no pun intended, for my least favorite. Yeah. Oh my gosh, the cake. The birthday cake. Um, But moving into season four, I could not really think of a Friday night dinner that stood out to me. And it's interesting because I've been, you know, like we talked about at the beginning of this episode, I've been reserving season four for our rewatch. So I haven't watched it in a minute. And subsequently, I'm like, what is my favorite Friday night dinner of season four? And I feel like I'll have a better answer after we watch it. But I'm curious what yours is. Okay. I have two. Um, The first one... Well, like, my least favorite kind of coincides with my most favorite, but I love the one when uh, Jason's parents come, and Jason is there, and Lorelai is, like, all dressed up, and everyone's like, you look great. Yeah, you look so nice. Like, what's going on? Like, that's kind of, like, the joke there, but, like, I love the drama of that, because they, like, think that they're going to tell about their relationship, Mm -hmm. and it ends up that they're going to sue, or, like, that... they were getting sued, and now Jason's dad, Floyd. whose name is Floyd, Floyd Styles, is like acquiring the company, um, and they're pushing Jason out, and like this all is unfolding, and Floyd has a like a private detective following them, so he knew about it, and Emily and Richard find out about it. It's just so it's good so to, good 
tick 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 boom yes um, is the episode but I love that great um, episode but I also really love bombs and biscotti when Rory's being held hostage I know it's <laughs> a great Bar one dancing. it really is it's it's one of those ones that teeters on like is that my favorite or my least favorite because yeah. it gives me a lot of anxiety that episode well, because just like, the dinner. She needs to go pack. I'm like, she needs to go pack. She needs to like get back there. Lorelai needs her to be home. It gives yeah. me anxiety because I also don't like feeling trapped in situations. So yeah. that was one that I didn't really know where to put it. Um, yeah. I but also Lorelai came and like was there just laying on the couch. I know. So, <laughs> so funny. Um, but one of those that also kind of is like on the seesaw of fave least fave is the incredible sinking Lorelai's. Um, when Trix comes, yeah, and she tells her she needs a haircut, and it's like, yeah, man, I know I need a haircut. <laughs> How many dinners have you been to where there's a family member who's like, she probably um fix that. She needs a haircut, and yeah. she um she basically says to Lorelai like, you're hemorrhaging money. Yeah, and, and then she turns to it on Richard, and that's yeah. the last fight that they have. That's basically their last conversation. Yeah, and then she dies. I so that. it is equal parts like least fave because of like those undertones. But I also just love when Emily <laughs> jumps in. She's like, "You paid back that loan right away." <laughs> she loves sticking <laughs> it to Gran. She loves it. She loves nothing yeah. more than sticking it to Gran. Oh my yeah. god! So, and it's not a Friday night dinner, but when. Oh, is that in three when she points at her and she was like, she was kissing a man in a tracksuit. Oh, that my in three God. Or four? Oh, my God. Because it wasn't Friday night dinner, but she was like, um, I saw her kissing a man pals. in a tracksuit. Oh, my God. But she totally like right. the way that she Emily. pointed at her. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're I think right. It's in four. I think it might be in four, too, because um, Emily shows up and she goes, I can't go home. It wasn't in three. So I think it's in four because. Grant is no more in five. Um, <laughs> oh my god, you're totally but, right. That's a good one too. But my least favorite is um, my least favorite, but also my favorite is Jason is showing um, Emily and Richard the internet. Yes, and Wi-Fi. the cheeseburger. And the cheeseburger. I wrote that one down he, too. He weasels his way into dinner, um, and then they're talking about the article that Rory wrote, which was horrible. And they're like, "This article is great." And Jason's like, "I want to read it." And he's like asking Lorelai on a date across the table, like yes. very um, surreptitiously, to quote the word that I learned from Wicked. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> so it just like it's that is um, they're being really coy and it's cute, but at the same time, I'm like about this one I know yeah it's again a lot of season four's Friday night dinners which is why I had a tough time ranking them kind of sit on like I said a little bit of a seesaw it's like it's simultaneously my fave and my least fave I do agree with you that tick 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 boom is gorgeous so good no no it's just like the drama level the reveal but the anticipation of it is also a little like uncomfy um but you know some of the dinners at the end of season four also get a little uncomfy because you can tell that there is conflict with Emily and Richard. Like when Lorelai and Rory show up and no one's there for dinner and they're all out of sorts because Emily is returning home. She has like dry cleaning or maybe she brings the dry cleaning into the car, but she basically is living at a hotel and which is so interesting to me because in my head, I'm like, if anybody's living in a hotel, it's Richard Gilmore. (laughs) Emily's kicking his ass out of this house, which eventually kind of happens because they go to the pool house because like she makes him go to the pool house but um speaking of my favorite 
Friday night dinner of season five is when Emily takes the girls into the pool house and is looking for things. And they find his vest. They find the sparkly vest. Is that what it is or is it a jacket? I think it's a vest. No, it's a vest. Yeah. She wants to know what he's doing. (laughs) They eventually find out that it's a barbershop quartet. But I love when she takes them into that pool house. And then they find like the... the alcohol and they're looking yeah, for because they're they looking, for, looking gin. for they went looking yeah. for gin right and they said check the bathtub um <laughs> which i love of course yeah no, i love all of those friday night dinners where they like split um because like in a good way but like in a bad way one of my least favorites um or i guess like i put it as my least favorite is when um they split up emily says and they, hello like, yeah and they split up and they're trying to like in like the best way possible like make it work yeah um but uh Lorelai made it worse and Emily and or Rory and Richard rather had a frozen pizza once again yeah um, we love a frozen pizza moment but I just yeah. love when Lorelai and Rory come together at the end and she's like I had a great time with grandpa how'd it go with grandma and she's basically like grandma said that she wants to date men and wants to say hello because um grandpa wouldn't butter her roll <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's good like it like ends good but like yeah. like the concept of it is like at my lower end but like oh maybe it's not because it's I love so, that so funny much. I just love it I love how optimistic Rory is I made some really good breakthroughs with grandpa how did it go with grandma um she doesn't want to be with him she wants to date other men and he wouldn't butter her role I just yeah. think that that is so funny um so yeah, I understand that it's also one part, of those. I'd say part one lower, part two when they come back together. Top? I don't know. I love it. I think it's so fun. Because I think that's something maybe we should have laid out in the beginning is like what makes a good Friday yeah, night dinner. I know. Because like as I'm going this, like maybe it's that it's like lacking in that like real drama because like I like the Emily side of it, but like oh, because now that I'm looking at, like, the ones that I picked, like, they don't feel quite right because, like, my top one that I put was in Come Home mm. when they, Emily and Lorelai, not Emily and Lorelai, Rory, rather, and Lorelai arrive and they're getting back together. I was thinking of that as well, but I also was like, I don't know, that one for me isn't, like, top tier, you know? Yeah. I do like the surprise of it all that they are yeah. like, oh, what are they doing? Are they fighting? Oh, my God, she's picking up a dish. Do you think <laughs> she's going to throw it at them? Like, it's just – and then they, like, she starts cackling. She's like, oh, is that, like, a maniacal laugh? Is she about to hit him with a dish? You know? Yeah. And then they start making out, and they're like, oh, my God. You know? So yeah. it's fun. It's funny. And then they're like, what are you yeah. doing? Get in here, you silly gooses. We're getting married again. You know? Yeah. We're going to renew our vows. So, like, yeah, I get it. Yeah. I get that there's some fun – silly happy haha fun times yeah um another top which is not silly haha fun times is the yale mail party because lorelei and luke are having dinner she's like i don't remember what it's like to not have a friday night dinner Mm. and here's rory um not doing so great until mr huntsberger arrives the mail um, yale party is pretty top tier and technically a friday night dinner you're right i didn't think about that because i wasn't thinking of it being a dinner yeah because the party's over Yes, of course. This is the episode after right. we jump by jump jack. Oh, you're right. So good. So, yeah. so good. Because they're both having dinner. Rory seems to have less dinner because Luke is making a feast. Yes. Um, Correct. Correct. Oh, such a good one. I will say that one of my least faves is probably the finale of season five. Um, oh, can we it's, call it dinner? Oh my god. That's gosh. the thing though, is like, the is expectation. It yeah, it's her coming in. Oh man. Them standing so there. So good though. Really good. 
so that's the thing. What's the criteria for what makes a good Friday night dinner? Do they have to eat dinner or does it like are we having drama for dinner? I mean, Calorie they free. are definitely <laughs> having drama for dinner, but I just, oh, I hate that scene so much. Like it's so well done, but it makes so my much. heart so <laughs> sad because she's her. I just the image of like the zoom in of her listening to the two of them in her purple shrug and her going yeah. through like the motions of we sat there I said this you said this and and what happened to that and then she goes yeah. outside and Rory is putting her stuff in the pool house and they're they just stare at each other through the window oh and is it I think it's gonna rain is playing is that the song that, that it is yeah um oh so good but what a good like reference because that's the one that sets up Friday nights all right for fighting mm. and like when she yeah when she like reenacts it, it. Yeah, yeah totally. it's like a precursor to that but that is good like so like such a good drama like so such good happenings if you will um but it's bad it's but it's hard to watch it's hard to watch for me yeah um but I will say the one that takes the cake for the least favorite Friday night dinner of season five for me we talked about this on Gilmore to Consider with Logan, is how many crow pogs to Cape Cod. I don't love the drama. I think the drama is kind of weird. Um, yeah. Because even if this is a, f- like, tradition of his that he does where he takes the sewing kit and he replaces it with something else from another rich person's house, why are you doing that at your girlfriend's place? I don't think he would do that there. Yeah. I think he'd be, like, so, like, worried about impressing them that he wouldn't do that. Yeah. Maybe but it seems like he comes Logan. in already feeling like he's impressed them yeah so like the confidence he has the gifts it's just it's just not good no like the Lorelai part of it is weird too. so uncomfy and I don't love the way that Rory doesn't really like because Logan is there doesn't really step in for Lorelai and you know she's the bridge and she just doesn't yeah the bridge has collapsed and this is even before (laughs) everything happens at the end of season five so like you know, it just, and I don't like the way that Emily is speaking to Lorelai. Like, it just all feels very, like, Lorelai is so ostracized here, yeah. but in such an uncomfortable way, and in a way that doesn't fit her relationship with Rory. Yeah. You or, know? like, I mean, the Emily part of it makes sense, because that's, like, when she, like, thinks she's making her a sidecar, and she's, like, like a Jen Martini, and I think she puts an onion, or Richard puts an onion in it or something like that. Um but I just, yeah, it's weird conflict. I didn't want to put it because of just like my allegiance to Logan. I like couldn't do it, but it like is one of the worst ones. Yeah, for sure. just because it's kind it's, of rough. It's not. It's not any good. It's um, not it. Can I say on the flip side in the next episode, blame Booze and Melville um, when they're picking out the dancer cards and doing fondue because mm-hmm. Emily got them the fondue that night. Mm-hmm. Can I give like a little flip like? Ending that one on a good note because yes. that one's really fun. Yes, I do love that. Do they yeah. also do fondue um, after Friday night's All Right for Fighting? In the one immediately after that? Mm-hmm. They, in You've Been Gilmore, uh, that's, I put that as one of my, on, uh, like, tops on six just because of, like, when she, like, counts down to, like, restart. Um, I don't think that they're eating fondue. I think they're just having regular dinner. Okay. Um, I think that maybe you're thinking of spaghetti and meatballs. Mm-mm. I'm thinking of the fondue, but I didn't realize that was after. Um, that was isn't that when she's like, "This is so decadent." Isn't this decadent? It's in that episode. It's in Blame Booze and Melville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I love that. I love that intro. That's very I, fun. I put that I on as love, one of my favorite desserts. Yeah, like well, because I. But I love the um, 
the conversation that's happening over the dancers mm-hmm. because um, Emily, like, seeing the guy who's, like, very well endowed and she's like, put him in the maybe pile. <laughs> and, the, and Rory's is like, you go, Grandma. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh, it's I like, love that. It's kind of uncomfy, but at the same time, I just love, like, Emily's reaction to it. Yeah. But very cute. Totally. And, um, if I can juxtapose that against uncomfy Logan. Mm, totally. But moving on to season six, I think, obviously, classic fave across the board. Friday night's all right for fighting. I mean, like, that's the pinnacle of Friday night dinners. Which is what's so funny, because, like, we put on our story, we were like, oh, we should ask everyone what their favorite Friday night dinner is. And then, like, two seconds later, we were like, no, we shouldn't have, because everyone's going to say Friday night's all right for fighting. And, and they like, did. <laughs> half of me wants to, like, read all of the ways that people described this episode. Oh, my God. It like, was so hilarious. Funny. It was so like, funny. It's like the one with all the camera angles, yeah. the one where they're all yelling, the one where they get, uh, they're all yelling at each other and they get wasted and they're having a fun time. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> Someone said the one where they all crack. <laughs> I was like, yep. Exactly. Accurate. That's the one. No, or the one where they're reenacting great. everything. Like, yeah, no, the way so that people were describing it. it, but of course a lot of people said Friday night's all right Friday for fighting. Right for fighting. Um, yeah. But it was just so funny to read the way that people were describing it. So good. But it was across the board one of the most popular ones that people answered with, and understandably so. It's a great episode. So it's, good. I, I mean, like the Friday night dinners to end all Friday night dinners. Yeah. Because it's after that, you've mentioned this a lot. After that is kind of when um, there's not a lot of drama. The drama kind of stops. Yeah, because it like all they, came to a head. Yeah. And now they it's... They didn't know. resolve everything, but they all came to like a um, neutral place with it. Yeah. Because it's like, it's got everything. It's got dinner. It's got Friday yelling night. at each other. <laughs> it's got Friday night. It's got a little bit of resolution. But then it's got them, you know, I think what Emily always wanted for them to like hang around afterwards and chat and talk. And they're laughing because um, she's telling about Cheer Huntsberger. Like she's finally revealing what she did. I know. Um, and she says, so I good. just wish I would have remembered to call her a cocktail waitress. And she finds that hilarious. <laughs> um, and I just like, that's really what it is. But yeah, after that, it kind of... Um, the drama subsides yeah and it's not really there anymore um the most drama is when um they have spaghetti and meatballs in um driving miss gilmore and uh they like apparently like so the two of them start fighting whenever they have spaghetti and meatballs they're like banned from it but the conversation that they're having is talking about how she looked better with um like blonde hair versus like brown hair because like blonde just like all blends in in a haze of beige and like I like that's one of those lines that like has lived with me like my whole life um that I like quote all the time but I think they're talking about Ashley Simpson um I believe they, they are like, reveal. We, we asked that question did we pose that question to each other about Ashley who they were talking about and I forget it was but Ashley like, Simpson but like they never say the name but like they're like arguing about it and like gesturing meatballs at each other and I just I love that. But yeah, there's no more real drama after that. Yeah, I know. But before that, one of my favorites that I put down is the episode where uh, Emily brings the reverend. (laughs) (laughs) To give Rory the sex talk. I am obsessed. I think that the way that she speaks to the reverend is so funny. Like, that ship has sailed. Yeah. (laughs) But thank you so much for being here. (laughs) Thank you for being here today. (laughs) It's giving that. Perfect ref. Yeah. Um, But then I love when um, she tells... Lorelai about it and she was like I like the full gambit was run for me in terms of like the sex talk she's like I had a priest I had whatever but like um 
she was like, you lived there for what, like a couple of months? She was like, I was there for 16 years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I love it. I think it's, um, I think it's so well done. So yeah, that, that was up there for me on my faves. Yeah. Another top one was partings just because I had to. Partings is so good. It's a great Friday night dinner. Love the guest. The guest. One of my top guests. Lenny, for um, those in the know. Yeah. And um, yeah, I just think that the the conflict, uh, I just love that Emily brings Lenny in to be like a double date or not a double date because no, I guess with Emily and Richard, but to be a date yeah. for Christopher. <laughs> yeah. Who are they doubling with? Uh, well, um, there's only one option. But yeah. um, I, I love that Lenny actually ends up being there for Lorelai. Yeah, Not for Chris and, and Chris, a therapist. <laughs> yeah, and then of course, what I don't love is that Chris ends up being there for Lorelai later in the evening, mm. in more ways than one. True, and um, but I but I love it. I think that the uh, I don't want to I don't want to call it the conflict because like it's less about um, is that is that the episode where um Emily says so how are we? Yeah. So like, yeah, I feel like at that point, like you said, the conflict has kind of dissipated. So it's not that there's conflict. I just think it's hilarious that she brought someone in to try and set up with Christopher. And Christopher's like, who was a therapist? (laughs) Who was a therapist? Exactly. Which is what Chris Um, needs. And I just love that instead of that happening, it ends up being flipped around and Lorelai ends up really getting some sage advice from this woman. Her mom sets her up with a therapist, which is interesting. Yeah. But this is also the episode where Rory kind of stops by for a second before the London party and the um, uh, astronomy building is revealed. Oh, you're totally right. And Rory's like, are those letters to scale? (laughs) I forgot about that. I totally forgot about that. That's so funny. Because the botched LASIK surgery. But that is the one where... um, when Lorelai walks in, Emily's like, how are we? Because the episode before was when she was going to buy them the house. And she's like, I don't think we're getting married. And so there's like this bonding moment between the two of them that like yeah. all ends poorly. I know. <laughs> but I not know. between the two of them. Yeah. Oddly enough. Yeah. No, so, it's. So do we classify that as a good Friday night dinner? Because I think no so. One- I think it's no, but I think it's a great Friday night dinner. Yeah. I love it. I love it's it. kind of the first one that um, Chris is at. That doesn't end in an explosion. That is true. Because, because the, the three therapist. that he was at, <laughs> I mean, I could be wrong. I don't believe he shows up to any others. But the three that he did attend, Christopher returns in the seasons one, two, and three. Christopher returns, it should have been Lorelai and Haunted Leg, are all accompanied by a blow up from yeah. someone. Yeah. You know? And if we want to call Wedding Bell Blues a Friday night dinner esque, mm. also a blow up. Correct. But he just loves this to is kind of the up. only one that he shows up at that doesn't end with that level of drama and yeah. explosion, you know? Interesting. And it's because Emily has ironically finally accepted that the two of them are not going to be together. So she sets him up with somebody else and then they end up together. Yeah. Who's like a licensed professional who would know how to be with him? <laughs> yes, precisely. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but what were your least faves of season six? I think my least fave is like honestly that like we really only had one real good one. I mean, yeah. we had some more, um, but and like I even liked the one with Luke, which I don't think is a Friday night dinner, but I kind of like classify it as one because he's there. But I think it's just that like in 
the first half of the season, like, there's no Lorelai. There's really no Friday night dinner. Yeah. It's so light on Friday night dinner that I couldn't really pick, like, a least favorite. Did you have one? No. I couldn't pick yeah. one because I – I don't know. I agree with you. I think that, like, the whole – uh trajectory of the season is it starts out with Lorelai not really being there and it's really just Rory and Emily and Richard and there's no real Friday night dinner so you can't really qualify anything as a Friday night dinner then by the time they reconcile and they all come together and Friday night's all right for fighting like that's the apex right yeah and then I even like like the next one where they're like all trying to be like friends yeah and then we've got meatballs but then then it kind of like Luke fades away and so all those other ones I enjoy because we didn't really get a lot of Friday night dinner in season six so it kind of I don't know. It doesn't really lend to a lot of least faves. It just no. like lends to us highlighting the ones that actually did exist because yeah. there were so few and far between. Um, yeah. So I didn't maybe, really have anything. Maybe like the only one is maybe if we can classify the Luke one because Lorelai is lying about June 3rd still and like hasn't mm-hmm. told her parents. But they're so supportive of the two of them being together. Yeah. And they're like, an April will be part of our lives and just kind of like accepting all of this yeah so like even that like the only thing is when they walk outside and they're like what was june 3rd yeah Um, she's like oh i don't know yeah (laughs) yeah but even that doesn't feel like enough to kind of throw it down into the least fave it just kind of like rests there by default yeah Um, we can call it that yeah but anyway moving on to season seven i'm gonna be real with you I don't really remember a lot of Friday Night Dinners from season seven. I never watched this season. Uh, it's one that I'm, I constantly And I'm not skip. watching it until we get there in 2025. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. Yikes. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so I'm yeah, curious like, to hear what yours were because I don't have anything. A favorite truly. is um, I'm a Kayak, Hear Me Roar mm-hmm. when um, Richard is just out of the hospital mm-hmm. and Emily is trying to make it very Richard fem richard friendly and she makes mocktails um mm. and they have a roy rogers and shirley temples which i love a roy rogers that's what it's called right roy rogers yeah i think so um if that's wrong i don't know what it's actually called um but then she's like serving fish and he's angry and like that maid who is just like absolutely not doing the job that she's oh my god she's not a maid she's a nurse yes and she's like not doing the job that she signed up to do Mm -hmm. and she's like so mad at emily which like i would be too and she's just going up and down the stairs because richard finally comes down and he's angry i really like that one because it's just like because emily is trying so hard to make this like a good time for him totally so i put that one um but I can't think of a lot of least faves other than, like, the Chris ones because I don't watch it enough to, like, really remember them. But I just remember not liking those episodes where mm-hmm. he's in them. Um, but I do, like, I guess to end on, like, a positive in the series, I like when Rory um, finds out that she's going to be a reporter on Barack Obama's uh Campaign. Parade tour. Parade tour. <laughs> His campaign, campaign trail. trail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When did I say that? That was quite oh some time God, ago. so funny. Um, but... That I could remember the word for campaign trail, but like that one also kind of feels like I got into Yale. Like it kind of feels like the same vibe. Yeah. And it's just like she's like, I'm really gonna be a reporter. I'm gonna have like credentials. Um, so that's really exciting. I really totally. like that one. Yeah. Um, so I, I'll include that. But okay. Yeah, I think when it comes to us ranking season seven, uh, we don't have a lot of thoughts and feels because we don't watch it that much. Yeah. Um. But we will have a lot of thoughts and feels when we get there. We um, will. And I'm intrigued to see if it shifts my perspective on it. 
yeah. at all. Because a lot of people ask us to do like what if season seven, like fan fiction for season seven. But like I really want to hold like because I never watch it. I watch some of like the Logan episodes. Like I'll watch um, I'd Rather Be in Philadelphia and The Great Stink. Of course. And like yeah. those like important ones. But I Introducing think the- Lorelai Planetarium. Of course. Like I've seen them. I've seen them multiple times. Just not as yeah. nearly as much as I've watched, you know, what I consider to be Everything the core else. series. Yeah. Um, the non-fan fiction series. <laughs> yeah. But I think that with season seven I think until we get there we won't be able to do like quote-unquote fan fiction for it I think it'll be a lot easier to build that as we're moving through the season you know and maybe when we get there we can like come back to like these moments that we like didn't like quote-unquote rank because we didn't have like the the knowledge for it which is like not true because we do know what happens in that season totally Um, just don't watch enough so maybe we'll revisit and talk about like our least faves yeah for sure a lot because that is the least fave season yeah definitely um and then of course in a year in the life i feel like an honorable mention is just the dinner that they have where like luke is there and kirk comes over (laughs) kirk comes over and like isn't he like not allowed to sit down for a second because like Richard's chair is like left open and so or maybe is that it was Luke, Luke that doesn't so yeah. he like eats standing up yeah yeah, yeah. and Emily's like please sit down <laughs> yeah but yeah. not there but not there um yeah. I but, do love that Kirk is there and that he goes outside and plays soccer with um oh what's the maid's name Berta um, Berta with Berta's, Berta's kids uh, yeah <laughs> or who Emily thinks is Berta's kids Berta's kids yeah <laughs> um, he's like can I go outside and play <laughs> yeah I love it so Kirk it's him. fun yes and on that note uh one of my questions for you is you know Ooh. we decided that we wanted to talk about you know our favorite guest but Kirk is a person who we didn't see at Friday Night Dinner until the revival of course because he never really had yeah. a reason to be there but is there anybody oh. else that you wish would have come to Friday Night Dinner who never did oh no one is coming to mind immediately, but maybe if you tell me yours, it'll jog something in my okay. brain. Mine is 1000% Babette and Maury. Can you imagine <gasps> Babette and Maury at Friday night dinner with Richard the and Emily? The double date? <laughs> like replace Chris and uh, Lenny, for those in the know, yeah. with Babette and Maury. And it's Lorelai sitting across the table. I just imagine the two of them sitting there and Babette being like, this chicken is killer. Like, yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> And then ba- Maury says something like, it is killer. It is. It is killer. It's rad yeah. chicken, man. Like, all and I can think of like, is, like, is them talking about the clams in season one. Oh, we had a coupon. Like, I just <laughs> I think. Like, your Babette and your Tom are, like, very much in the same, like, register. Yeah, 1,000%. <laughs> yeah, but she would be commenting on the house and, like, everything oh, yeah. that's going on. Absolutely. Maybe even, like, Babette and Patty. Like, the two of them. Yeah, I was thinking Babette and Patty, but, like, Babette and Maury. I just love the way that they are juxtaposed against each other because Maury is so chill and Babette is just so much in the best of ways. Like, oh, love her. No notes. See, okay, she never actually comes for dinner, but I would love Paris to be at Friday Night Dinner because she comes to, like, you know, they have, like, the school project and they have that there. And, like, Emily's, like, so impressed the way, like, her and Richard are working together. But I'd like to see her out of Friday night dinner. I would maybe too. accidentally yeah maybe like Rory was taking her home and like she got delayed and couldn't go so she invited her over and Lorelai's like 
what is going on? Why yeah. is Paris here? Yeah, I would yeah. love that. Or she like barges in to give Rory something that she absolutely does not need, but Paris feels in like she needs Paris it. style. Yes, yeah. in true Paris fashion. Um, that would also be very funny. But yeah. Um, yeah, that's a great Friday Night Dinner guest that I would have loved to see. Yeah. Um, but speaking of, who of the people who did show up were amongst your favorite guests at Friday Night Dinner? I feel like my guests are like strange selections um, because like anytime Gran is in town, I just know it's going to be dramatic. I know something's going to go down. I know Emily's going to have a strong reaction. So like Gran is kind of like broad sweeping. Um, I really love Linny. Of course. Like Jan from The Office was a crowd favorite when we asked this question on Instagram. What a good... Like, what a good choice. I love her. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say Jess, but no. Because, like, I had, like, I waffled on that being, like, a least favorite episode. I just because it's uncomfy. It is and uncomfy. So I, so I kind of, like, put that in the three least favorites. But there were so many Friday night dinners then that it was, like, kind of hard to, like, distinguish between them. Totally. Yeah. But no, he that- he is a fun guest to have. I mean, he definitely yeah, stirs up the fun. drama. Fun guest. I guess like that's what we're looking for, like a spoon guest to stir up the drama that's already yeah, there. A professional KitchenAid. Stir it up <laughs> real good. Stir up that drama. <laughs> yeah, for but sure. But I would say like Gran, Linny, and I'll put Jess on that list. Okay, I love that for you. What about you? Chase Bradford. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's the list. Shall we? Shall we? I just He's the whole it. list. <laughs> He's the entire list. I just put. I didn't know we were doing three. I just picked one. <laughs> well, I just went through my my like because like Grand feels like just like broad sweeping. She well, comes so Grand many is times. a great guest. I mean, like I'll She's add to your list regular. rather than yeah. you know just have my yeah. own. I think Gran is a great Friday night dinner guest because I fucking love this. I should have talked about this. Um, we, we kind of touched on it, but in season one, when she shows up and Lorelai goes downstairs with Emily to go get those things out of storage <laughs> and, and she's like, stop talking to the dogs. <laughs> I love that so much. You're right. I, I just I, love Gran is an amazing Friday night dinner guest. Because it like makes Lorelai and Emily like pals. Like, it does. Teammates, it totally does. And I just does. love the effect that she has on them. Like she, yeah. like what a bitch. Bad oh my bitch. Gosh. Yeah, bad bitch. But like what a bitch. Truly. Um, Truly. The way she treats Emily is, ugh. But that's tr- that's just regular. Just <laughs> hilarious. Yeah. And then, yeah, of course. I mean, Jan from The Office. Linny, for those in the know. Like, yeah. so great. I do love that episode. I love that conflict. I think that it brings a new energy into Friday Night Dinner that we're not yeah. used to without it bringing drama, you know? Yeah. So. Because I love when they go into the bathroom and she's like, I didn't know that you didn't, like, want to be with her. And yeah. she's like, I'll get in the middle. Yeah. And then, like, Emily, like, cancels Lorelai talking. Yeah. She's like, you're point. done. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Stop speaking. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Um, but also, speaking of, and this is another kind of impromptu question for you, um, we basically get a boyfriend from each of the girlies at a Friday night dinner of Rory's with Sadie Sadie, Dean showing up, Swan Song when Jess shows up, and how many crow pogs to Cape Cod. What was your favorite? In a strange turn of events, it's the Dean one. It's the Dean one, right? Whoa. I know. Big moment on Gilmore to say. <laughs> Breaking news. <laughs> Breaking Dean's news. The favorite. Dean is the favorite in this situation. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. It was. How do we feel about that? <laughs> I mean, I, I did mention this earlier in the episode. It was one of my least favorite. Like, it's it's uncomfortable to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, But the episode itself and like but everything it's not that happens is so Dean. good. Yeah. I didn't love the Jess one at all. And I really no. didn't love the Logan one. Like, it goes yeah. sequentially for me. That's kind of the order in which I 
like to dislike them. Um, yeah. Dean's is at the top. Then it's Jess. Then it's Logan. Yeah, because that one's just so uncomfortable. The reason I would say like the Jess one maybe like within the narrative lower mm. is because of like the fight that happens in the yeah, study. Yeah, I don't it's like just that so, either. Ugh. It's just so awkward. Off- awkward and like just makes like no effort to make this any better yeah and i feel like maybe like like the thing that logan does with like stealing the sewing box isn't that what he steals and then like replaces yeah. it with the lighter like yeah. i don't like that but it's like he's on the other end making a strong effort for the grandparents but not for lorelei so like i don't yeah. know jess and logan's are kind they're kind of, of like, neck and neck you're totally di- right for different reasons but dean wins out dean does win out i mean <laughs> when you're comparing them up against jess and logan's episodes it's not really a win <laughs> it's not really a win <laughs> but of yeah. the you know let's say that christopher returns is the chris episode and then max comes over not for a friday night dinner but he does come over that in so good, hammers though. and veils luke comes for over in you've been gilmore right that's his first and or i'm you sorry jump, I jump jack. you jump yeah right but you jump i jump jack was the first time they were together yeah, that's when she's insulting Emily. him yes yes and like then beer luke <laughs> she's like another beer um and then jason of course in season four I would probably argue it's not the cheeseburger episode, but it is tick, 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 boom. Um, Of those, which is your favorite? That one's a little hard. It's hard because I really, really love the Jason episode. Yeah. Um, I love what happens in the Chris episode, but it's like, my dude, like, you guys... Your daughter and your mom are talking in the kitchen and you guys are hooking up on the balcony? Like, yeah, what is, what is going through his mind? I know. So I think I'd say you've been Gilmore just because of like... Or you uh, jump no, by Jeff I, Jack. I wouldn't say that because that one's like uncomfortable. Like I would say... But that, I think that's that probably the dinner. Right? Yeah. It's the like, first one. And, and you've been Gilmore... That's like the support. The acceptance. One. Yeah. That's the good one. And like, it's like, that's not a good Friday night dinner. That's not what we Friday night dinner for. We yeah. Friday night dinner for you jump by jump jack. But it's kind of more subtle, um, which is interesting. Um, but like, oddly, I think I'm going to go with tick, 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 boom. I think I'm going to yeah. go with the Jason one because of just like everything that unfolds and what's revealed. Chris returns, like, that's drama. Drama. Peak drama. Um, he was bound for Princeton. Princeton. That's we I think why I'm going that. to. And you know, <laughs> you know I love it. Um, that's why I think I'm going to pick that one. But okay. I think that that one and Tick 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 Boom are neck and neck. Yeah, it's not positive. None uh-uh. of these are positive uh-uh. dinners. Um, no, but it's just I think that the Luke ones are too subtle and too supportive. Totally. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. too positive. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I fully agree with you. Same answer on that one. Yeah. Anyway, I just wanted to know because as we were chatting about it, I was like, oh, right. We never really talked about the boyfriend episodes, which we love to talk about the boyfriends here. And yeah. so I was just curious where you uh, where yeah. you stood on that. Because Jason was a secret boyfriend, but I'd still. Yeah. I'd still no, that still, one. still that one. Yeah. Um, so next, I would love to know what your favorite meal served was. I want to say spaghetti and meatballs just because of the effect that it has. I on know. Them. It's so funny. It's so, <laughs> such a big deal. But like, um. I just love a good pot roast. Like, yeah, I also I also love a good pot roast. I 
it just feels like maybe the meal that I would want to eat. Yeah. They serve it with rolls. Like, it just feels, like, comfy cozy. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what I would want to go eat at the Gilmore's. Totally. Maybe the homemade Twinkies, but that's dessert. I know. So. I know. Oh, and they never got to eat the homemade Twinkies. I know. But I also put, like, a little note that I wanted to talk about dessert as well. Um, yeah. Because I think that meal and dessert are two very different things. The homemade Twinkies yes. did make it on there. Um, But before we get into that, my favorite meal served... I think I'm torn between the Johnny Machete because I just love how tickled <laughs> Richard was over yeah. it. But I also love the frozen pizza that they eat in Love and War and Snow. Yeah. Because it's See, so off-brand. Of, it is so off-brand. Because they also have it in season five with yeah. um, Rory and Richard. But I think I went with the one that I would most want to eat. Yeah, totally. Um, I love any time, like, Lorelai doesn't want to know what it is. <laughs> I know. That's also very good. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just like you got to go with the pot roast. Yeah. And would you say that the homemade Twinkies are up there on your list of desserts? Up there, but I think the fondue. I put the fondue in Friday Night's All Right for Fighting. After Friday Night's All Right for Fighting. Yeah. But the other one that I have to like give an honorable mention for is pudding. That's the other one I put. Pudding. (laughs) Those are my three. Of course. You just Uh, like, there's, it's because of the sentiment of pudding. Of course. And the sentiment of homemade Twinkies. Well, duh. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I put the pudding, the, the homemade Twinkies, and the chocolate fondue after Friday Night's All I right love that. Friday. Yeah. I love when we're on the same page. I love it. So to kind of wrap all of this up, I would love mm-hmm. to know, we talked about a lot of drama today. What is your favorite drama? Favorite Friday night dinner drama? It is so hard to pick because there are so many good ones. Because mm-hmm. um, like, my like first instinct is to say Friday Night's All Right for Fighting. Of course. Because, because it's it's filled with so much conflict. It's basically unpacking so much all going of it, on. right? Yeah. Okay. So the Friday night dinner that you said in season five that they don't actually eat dinner at, where Emily and Richard um, reveal to her that they will not be following her plan and that they will instead be supporting Rory and dropping out of Yale, is my favorite drama simply because... I just love that scene because you said it was one of your least favorite, but like that is just like one of my favorite moments. Mm. Like the Rory and Lorelai looking through the window. We love a looking through the window moment. Totally. But it's just like something about that. I mean, like it's hard to classify it as a dinner. The intention was dinner, but like the drama that like, that's when they're eating drama for dinner. Like that's really, and I love that. Like there's so many other ones that I could say, like all of the ones that we've gone through. But I guess yeah. one that I didn't mention as like a favorite, least favorite, that was one that you brought up. Mm. Um, that yeah. I just love. I just love the drama. That's your favorite that. drama. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is Haunted Leg. Oh, but like that one's so good too. Like, it's, like, I mean, it's perfect. I think that the, the reason that it's hard to pick, like we both picked one relatively easily, yeah. but very difficultly because like, the core of Friday night dinner is like drama. Oh, that, yeah. that was not what we like. I guess when we described the setup at the beginning of this episode was, uh, they're paying for Rory's school, so you're gonna come have dinner with us every week, and it's gonna be fine. But like, what constitutes a Friday night dinner is how dramatic it is. Correct. Um, so it's hard to pick, but like, I just love, I just love feeling bad with the Gilmores. <laughs> mm, me too. <laughs> Me too. But I love this because we have been wanting to do a Friday night dinner episode for a while. Last year, our Thanksgiving episode was talking about comfort food. And we had talked about like next up on our list, we want to do a Friday night dinner episode. And here we are a year later celebrating. Yeah, it's a perfect to celebrate Thanksgiving with um, Friday night dinner drama. Just like Thursday night dinner drama 
this Thanksgiving. Yeah. I hope you don't have any drama. I hope you don't have any fights because eventually I do want to do best fights. Oh, yeah. We've been talking about doing that for a while. Yeah. Um, because there's some good fights some that good take fights. place outside of Friday night dinner, but like the fights that take place at Friday night dinner, classic, top tier. Classic. But I hope there's no fights at your Thanksgiving. Like, I hope that your Thanksgiving is chill. Yeah, and- absolutely. And just filled with really yummy food, only the best. And whether you don't celebrate Thanksgiving because you are international listener um, or you don't celebrate Thanksgiving living in America, which is totally fair. Um, I still hope you have a good Thursday. I hope you have a great Thursday. And we'll be back next week for Gilmore to Consider. Ooh, I'm really excited for next week's Gilmore to Consider. I know, I know. We We have a lot of fun stuff to talk about. We do. Relating to Amy's feelings about Gilmore Girls. And we'll have more to say on that in the next episode. Mm